Did you know that studies have shown affirmations can profoundly influence your psychological well-being, enhancing self-confidence and reducing anxiety? Here at Positive Birth Australia, we have crafted a 20-minute birth affirmations track filled with soulful, carefully curated affirmations to empower, inspire, and guide you to deeply remember the power you hold within. And to my fellow belly birth mothers, we have created a track specifically for you to honor that all birth is a sacred moment of profound significance. For only $5, you can download and immerse yourself in our affirmations track to transform your mindset in the lead up to birth and during labor, serving as a potent reminder of the inherent power and love you possess. Visit us at www.positivebirthaustralia.com or head to the show notes and follow the link provided to start your journey toward a more empowered birth experience. Welcome to Positive Birth Australia, a podcast created to empower and educate mothers along their own pregnancy journey. Each week, I'll be sharing insightful and inspiring birth stories and advice in the hopes to help you create your own positive birth experience. I'm your host, Sky Marie. Let's get into today's show. Hello to all my beautiful listeners. I hope you all had a fantastic holiday break. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be back in your ears, but today is actually a bonus episode. Season three doesn't officially kick off until Thursday next week, and I will be starting this year off with one of the greats, Jane Hardwick Collings. It's a must listen for all as we delve into some really interesting topics from rites of passages to birth imprints. You won't want to miss it. But as a little bonus for you all, I have recorded this informative episode with a previous guest of mine, Dr. Diana from Blossom Family Chiropractic. You might remember she had an accidental free birth at home during the height of the pandemic, which you can listen to over on episode 59. But today, Diana is giving us the rundown on all the benefits of chiropractic care and how it can support you and your family along your journey. Enjoy today's episode. Diana, welcome back to the show. Hi, how you doing? I'm great, thank you. Do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself for those that don't already know? Sure. So I live in Melbourne um, in Australia and I have two little girls and I'm a chiropractor. I actually work in Northgate in Melbourne mm-hmm. and um, we you know, recently just come out of lockdown, so that's always a fun experience, but I've currently been on maternity leave for about four four and a bit months. Um, yeah. Amazing. So some of my listeners may remember you from episode 59, where you were taking us through your births, but today's episode, we will be focusing on the benefits of your work as a chiropractor. So first things first, could you please explain what a chiropractor is? Okay. Well, I guess that the, the most important thing to first um, preface here is there's different types of chiros. And so there's while, while there's a wide range of them, 
the main things to kind of like distinguishes the difference with the, between the two is you've got the vitalistic and the holistic chiropractors mm-hmm. um, who, and then you've got the mechanistic chiropractors. Now the mechanistic chiropractors work a lot with pain management, rehabilitation. Um, you go in when you're, when you've got a lot of pain, they do wonderful, wonderful things based on that. Um, and then the other chiros, the vitalistic, holistic chiros do um, focus more on like enhancing the overall life. So we would make sure we're focusing on um, prevention or focusing on helping people have like a better quality of life. Okay. And that's where um, with pregnancy, that's where the two differences can kind of come along. Okay. And can you get professionals that kind of do both or? You can. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think from my experience, chiros who are vitalistic, holistic can do the mechanistic pain. So if you're in back pain and you've got a lot of stuff going on, we can definitely work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other way, it doesn't kind of – my experience it hasn't been those other chiros may not – the mechanistic chiros may put you on like a maintenance program, but they're probably not so much. They focus more on like where's your pain, let's work with that and get you out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I apologize if you hear little cries. I've got my <laughs> little one on me. Oh, we welcome baby noises, so she's totally fine. So what would be the main benefits of chiro care during one's pregnancy or just overall health in general? Well, one of the overall, um, one of the things with pregnancy is one of the things that we focus more on is the mother and the fact that the mother and the baby at that time are one. So your nervous systems are connected together. So the benefits of Cairo all the way through is that you have somebody there focusing specifically on the neuro, on your nervous system through that. Um, we have understanding now that whatever happens to the mother, the child will have that impact on them, what the mother eats, what she, um, the stresses that she has, the emotions that she feels, um, or that, that, that they end up encountering through the pregnancy will, will have, um, impacts on the baby. And that's what you've got with a chiropractor, especially a vitalistic, holistic one to focus on that. Then you've also got the elements of um, prevention, which is, you know, your body's changing, your pelvis alignment's changing, your center of gravity is changing. So um, you'll have someone focusing on that all the way through for you. So you, um, we make sure that the pelvis is aligned so that the baby can, can um, drop down well into the pelvis, um, that you know, we try and prevent and help you prevent back pain, things like sciatica, which women get through, um, potentially even carpal tunnel. Some of these things can't be avoided, um, but you do your best to try and make sure that they um, be minimized. And if it is painful, then we, um, then we do our best to try and help with those situations too. So you've got the benefits of the of the nervous system help plus as your body's changing, you've got somebody who knows your body, knows the way it's going and helps you change all the way through that. Yeah. And what about preconception stage? If you come um, prior to, it's incredible because you can help prep the body and get it ready, yeah. even the nervous system ready to help with um, getting, getting pregnant and then um, follow all the way through. Different forms have different... Different like trimesters have different um, pressures on the body. For example, like your first trimester physically um, on the actual weight of your body doesn't have that much of an impact, but it does on the hormones, which then impacts the nervous system and the way you feel stress. Um, personally, myself, I ended up getting migraines through it just because of the hormone fluctuations. And having that chiro care through was like 
life-saving. Like I couldn't quite good extensive research on that as well. Okay. Yes. So what would be some of the most common things that you would see throughout someone's pregnancy? Well, if we've got um, people coming to us for care um, during their pregnancy, so they haven't had chiropractic care before or haven't had it throughout, a lot of the ones we see is lower back pain with sciatica, Mm -hmm. which is where they get shooting pains down the back of the leg or shooting pains down into the leg. Um, round ligament pain is another one where the pelvis is kind of not um, supporting that pain. The pelvis is not as aligned and the pressure on the round ligament is will be there. Um, carpal tunnel because of the ligaments as well in there and they get like pins and needles into their hands. Headaches and migraines. Yeah. yeah, they're the main ones. And are these treatments safe during pregnancy? Different trimesters will look different. So okay. usually with your first trimester, I personally will run with more of a gentle or a um, more conservative approach, I guess, where we use quite low force techniques around the pelvis and then you can have your spine adjusted the way you would have prior to having um, being pregnant. So we'll do like a manual adjustment if we want or use the little activator, which is like a little clicky thing Mm -hmm. um, that helps do the adjustments and um, quite gentle and to the state of which your body's at and thousands of thousands of women around the world get chiropractic care throughout their entire pregnancies and have no troubles and no issues with it so it's um definitely something that uh, benefits quite a lot so last time you featured on the show you spoke briefly but quite passionately about NET and how it had helped you along your journey. So could you explain to us in more detail what this is? Yes, yes, I love 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 NET. Um so NET stands for neuroemotional technique mm-hmm. and what it uses is muscle testing to help identify stresses in the body and then help you come out with how we can release that. And the release can be done through breath or it can be through spinal taps. Now, with pregnancy in particular, why I love it is we have subconscious things that have been taught to us through generations, through hearing mothers, aunties, friends talk about their births, talk Mm -hmm. about their experiences, even with pregnancy. And we don't realize what beliefs we may have for ourselves that has been passed down or we've um, kind of like by osmosis taken in as little little girls around. So that can impact your birth whether you know it consciously or not. So what we'll find with NET is some people have a fear of, for example, tearing um, or they have a fear of um, being in a hospital or a fear that they won't make it to the hospital, but they're not aware that that's the very conscious fear that they have. And you carry that in your body and then when it comes to it, Um, You may attract that into the birth or because of the fear or the stress you have around it, you kind of make decisions that may not be in line with what you you may um, wish your birth to be. So what I would do um, with – I do this with every pregnant mama who's open to it because you don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. We would um, go through and talk about like let's just check around what what are the common fears around birth. So we'll check – you know, I'm okay if I tear. We don't want you to be, it's not that you want to have the tear, it's that you don't want to have the emotional charge around having a tear so that you don't track that to yourself because you're so scared of not having it. Um, 
I find second time mums, I think I spoke about this in the last podcast, um, they have some fears around their second child, like it bringing a new one into the family, so holding back the, the birth or the labour. Um, so especially pandemic as well, and a lot of women terrified to go into a hospital or be only birthing with one person with them instead of their people, instead of like maybe more support around them. So you check all of those things. Um, people who are deadly afraid of needles, you just want to make sure and be like, I'm okay with an epidural. I'm okay not having one. I'm okay checking all of these to see where the subconscious programming is because we don't realize how much has been passed down. And while I had amazing wise women around me, this was brought up to me with my first pregnancy with my doula, um, who my grandmother had had a stroke a couple of days before and she was the one who said, you should go get some energy work done. See where your body's holding this stress. And yeah, it kind of was a bit like, oh, there's a lot happening in the family. Let's let's go get this checked. Because I was starting to get labor pains before it was like going where it wasn't labor. It wasn't. And she's like, and so that helps settle that quite a lot. That's one of the main places I use it. Now, um, when I use it on my clients who come in, because that's all interconnected and interlinked and that gets passed to the baby and that gets passed to how you're feeling gets impacted to the people around you and the room that's around you. Mm. Um, so while it's really important to have all the information, we also want to check how the subconscious or how your emotions are around birth and um, how that comes forward. And that's actually one of the ones I really, really, if mums really want to have a, a very physiological, natural birth, that's one that I'd be like, it's very important to just check these things and see how your um, your body responds. Yeah. How does it respond when it hears the word epidural? What does that make that make you feel right away? So you're testing through the muscle. What would that treatment look like? So if you've ever had kinesiology before, that uses muscle testing in a similar kind of way. Okay. And so we've got different entry points um, that we start. You can start with an emotion. And some women will come in and be like, I am terrified of tearing. Okay, let's check that, right? And then the other one is some people are like, no, I don't feel like I've got anything. And you're like, okay, cool. Let's um, go to a feeling that you have. Or let's um, let's just check some statements. And then you they say certain things and then you see how the – muscle will respond to that being said. The intervention for helping release it is breath or tapping on the spine um, on specific areas relating to different organs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I would highly recommend to people to um, just maybe have a go and have a look at it mm-hmm. um, because you, it will it can create a very different experience for you. Mm. Can I ask what were some of your blocks that NET helped you with? Um, with with Amelia, with my late one that I had a couple of months ago, I wanted to make sure I was okay. Um, like for me, the hospital idea was really, really scary because of um, COVID and um, more so that I couldn't have like my doula with me or something like that. So I had to check around those. Mm-hmm. And I had a, quite a big tear with my first one. So I had a lot of fears around tearing. Um, and I had to make sure like I'm okay if I have a tear. I'm okay if I have the same tear, I'm okay if I have a worse tear, um, just to make sure I take that emotional charge away from, um, and that was, again, my doula was recommending to do that because there was, even though I recovered well from my last tear, um, I really, there's, you know, you carry emotion and scars. You hold it in the tissue sometimes and um, 
you know, it's not an area you can get really massaged. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. But it's making me reflect on my birth with Bella as mm-hmm. well. I remember walking away from that experience and at first thinking, I'm fine, this is okay. But like you said, I guess it was stored away in my body until so many months later when I was triggered and it all kind of came up for me. Because that's the logical mind. Mm. That's the prefrontal cortex being like, no, you're okay, everything's good, you're safe. But um, we also have other elements of our being that we don't know that much about but it's there and suddenly when it triggers you and that's a good thing I keep a note in my phone whenever I do feel a lot of triggers especially throughout my pregnancy maybe someone would say something in a story and it would really upset me um or they told me their birth story and it made me freak out and I would then write that down to make sure I cleared all of those Mm -hmm. um I cleared having a home birth I cleared having a birth in a hospital I cleared having a birth in the car like to make sure that all of that was didn't have any blocks or any like stuck on anything stuck on it. Um, the other one really good is VBACs. If you're having going for a VBAC, it's a very good one to um, definitely check out. We do get a lot of women for their first birth. I find you were mentioning this that their first birth is usually quite traumatic, and their second one they're determined to make better. Yeah. Even though my first birth was really good, there was still some trauma stuff that I didn't know I was carrying until I went into it and different stages of your pregnancy will bring out different things too so it's really it's a really amazing and your Cairo because they're focusing on your nervous system that's the thing that they will hopefully continue to keep monitoring making sure that you're um ready emotionally as well to take this on And for the baby too, right? Because there is a full mind-body connection between mother and baby. It's completely interlinked because mm. um, you're basically at that point one. Now, baby's growing their own little spine, um, but they're also growing their own little nervous system and their brain. So they get impacted by what you feel and what you do. And they have done studies now where mums with quite a lot of stress um, can um, impact baby's development um, coming out, you need quite a like a lot of stress at that point. Um, you know, sometimes we think you know we're quite chemical and mechanistic, but um, there's a lot of other things we don't know what's going on, especially around birth, mm. especially around birth, because we can't do randomized control style studies on women. Yeah. Um, and even right now, when they do studies for most things, um, women are generally counted out of the trials because of the hormones. Um, especially pregnant women and breastfeeding women. So um, in terms of learning about chemically what happens within our bodies, we don't have such a clear picture as um, we would outside of being pregnant and breastfeeding. Yeah, of course. So speaking of breastfeeding, can Cairo support a mother on her breastfeeding journey as well? Yeah, definitely. So, so there's different parts that you're going to look for when it comes to breastfeeding. First of all, there's obviously the physical stress on a mum when you're breastfeeding. Your shoulders get tired, your back gets tired, your neck, because I spent like the first bit of my breastfeeding like just trying to look at her latch and like even my mum was like, you're going to hurt your neck doing this. And I did. I had to rush to a chiro. So I was like, no, this is starting to really hurt. Um, So there's that element. Then the second element is making sure that – your nervous system is calm so that it can be in a nice relaxed state to create the oxytocin so that you can breastfeed. And then there's baby and baby's latch. Um, And this is where um, 
where chiros will, can check babies because we can have a look at um, can they turn their neck all the way left and all the way right. You'll have babies a lot of the time when they come through the canal, it can jam parts of their neck, mm-hmm. especially if they've had an intervention like vacuum and forceps. You, you might find or we may be worth checking how their spine and how their neck is doing because if your baby can feed really well on the left boob but not so well on the right boob, that's going to impact mums. If they can't drain the boob on the right side well, that leads you to potential mastitis or other problems. Mm -hmm. So checking these out obviously is very helpful and getting to it before it's a problem is like, I took my daughter, I think day two she was born straight to, I can't treat her just because you're you're too close. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, day two I took it to my Cairo and checked it out because I could tell on the right side she kept like latching off. And I was like, that's starting to hurt now. Let's mm. check it out. And before it became a bigger issue, before it could lead to mastitis, then um, I got that sorted before. Okay. So that early, hey. So what would an adjustment look like for a brand new baby then? Yeah, brand new babies. They're so teeny tiny. So little, little finger pressures. Um, if that, the other thing we're doing is dural release. So you've got from the the um, occiput in your top of top of your head to the sacrum to the bottom part that you kind of not sit on but near um, you've got dura that runs up there and if there is pressure on the baby because they've had a faucet pulled or a vacuum pulled on them um, that can impact that dura too and we check that too and it, that might may be something that may help the baby so that's done with gentle movement similar it might look like a baby's getting a bit of a massage or just motion movement um so we check that as well there's no um cracks and clicks and pops um with a baby you that's not where they would be um getting that um the other one we check is shoulders as well so yeah yeah okay and what about postpartum recovery what would be the ideal time for a mother to come in for an adjustment i always recommend the six weeks is a good time um and then the 12 week check-in would be good as well too 12 weeks um to make sure that your body's at that point the uterus is kind of shrinking back you want to make sure the alignment's following suit as well Mm -hmm. um otherwise you might end up with a bit of pain um one side over the other um but even just structural support for me like as a mom i was in weird position trying to breastfeed and found really that's something i learned from my first birth was if I don't take care of myself I can't take care of this baby like full stop so um when I'm having a migraine or I've got a headache or something like that I'm of no use (laughs) um so and I think this time like my husband was really good both times but especially this time around I was a bit like I've got to go and he's like okay (laughs) like let's get far and we'll go together what advice would you give people when looking for the right chiropractor so what I would be recommending is this with women, we have amazing, amazing intuition. Definitely use that when you feel with your gut feeling. But have a look at their website. Well, obviously, if you can find a recommendation from someone, that's always fantastic. Someone who's gone through pregnancy with them. So mums groups are really good to ask who they're seeing and who their baby's seeing because it can be quite useful. Mm-hmm. The other one is to check their, their um, website check their social media. Do you see pregnant women on there? Do they have information about pregnancy on there? Um, Do they um, have maybe babies around? Some of them may have 
extra training around pregnancy or extra training around um, babies as well. So while there are no um, pediatric chiropractors or pregnancy chiropractors, you'll have chiropractors with specific interests in pregnancy or um, babies. But from looking at the website, you'll be able to see where that chiro is kind of leaning towards Mm -hmm. and um, you'll feel the vibe of being like, yep, these ones are a bit more, uh, maybe more vitalistic or holistic. So they're going to look at the whole system. Um, They may do NET as well. Um, And so that should all be on their website that they, they um, offer this service as well. Not every chiro will do NET and not every chiro will um, take care of babies and pregnancy as well. Yeah. Okay. So this next question is actually mine. What makes that cracking noise when you get adjusted and is it safe? The cracking itself, the sound, is yeah. just a release of gas. So it's like cracking your own knuckles. Oh. Um, yeah, so that doesn't cause any um, arthritis or anything like that. They've done some studies to check on that. What chiropractors are doing is um, helping move or create more motion in a segment in the spine generally or a segment in a joint. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get more movement into that joint. Now, whether we do that with um, actually going in and using our hands and giving a push and then you hear the clicks and pops, um, it can be done with an instrument called an activator. We pop that on the spine and help move those segments. Um, That doesn't create clicks and pops, but that will still create the movement of the Um, of the joint that we want moved. So what happens is we move the bone or move the motion of it because you're not putting it into a joint and taking it out, just like dislocating it. What we're doing is creating more range in the movement of that um, stuck segment or the misalignment. Then your ligaments and the muscles around them will go, oh, that's better. I feel less tension because if it's out of alignment, it's pulling more on the right side less on the left side. Mm-hmm. What we'll go and do is help move that better so it doesn't pull so much on the right side. Then the ligaments and the muscles around it will ease off and be like, okay, that's good. So sometimes with chiro, you may not instantly feel better, but it's allowing your body more of an area to heal and to create healing in that area, and the healing will happen in a couple of days. Yeah. And what are the benefits of getting your kids adjusted throughout their childhood? For a long time, I think people just assume, and medicine was like this too, that they were just little humans, but they're not. They have a developing spine and a developing nervous system. So some people may take the chiro babies and kids from a young age for things like what they're not really doing. I think a lot of people think it's a condition and then you take them. So for example, ear infections, we're not treat, they're not treating the ear infection. What we're doing is making sure that the alignment and the spine's well so that the body has a better chance with whatever pathogen has come in or whatever is pressure is put on that on that body. Mm-hmm. So when you have a kid who's starting to crawl or starting to run and falling and banging themselves and falling from a height or have a sibling pull them a chair from under them so they fall, you know, because they think it's funny. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, they'll fall on their sacrum, and that puts an int- in, that puts an impact into the spine. Now, if you leave that there for a while, that's when we see adults who come in and they'll be like, "Why is my pelvis like this?" And you're like, 
have you been getting pain on and off for a couple of years? They're like, yeah, but this is, we say like, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back. So the idea when we take a child younger is to help their spine adapt with all the changes that are happening and then give their body the best chance of growing optimally. And that's where we, where we work with children the best. Now you can see kids for scoliosis. You can see them for um, migraines and headaches and falls um, as well. And that's part of it. But I'm sure, as you might have mentioned, you've got people who swear with Kyra. They're the ones who most likely are taking their kids for maintenance care to make sure that they don't watch. I'm not watching my child 24 hours a day. She's has bruises. I look at her. I'm like, where's the bruise from? Like, I don't know. And so I'll take her to the Kyra. We just check it out. And, you know, she's got some stuff going on because she thinks it's fun to jump off things. Yeah. For myself personally, knowing what I know, um, if if my daughters are having bad night's sleep, that's the first place I'm going is straight to the Cairo because we're working on the nervous system as well. When you help adjust the spine or you help with the misalignment, um, see this communicating to the brain as well and calming down the system. That's one of the benefits that may come from it. Yeah. And to wrap up today's show, what would be your final piece of advice for those listening? I, will, I guess one thing I'd like to say is as a mum and um, someone who is a chiropractor as well, it is very, very important for us as mums to trust your intuition, pick the practitioners and the support people around you that are in line with your health goals, who are aligned with your health journey for you and your family. And taking care of yourself is going to be the best thing you can do for them and the best thing you can do for your children. Um, and that if that's one thing that you can take from this podcast is that um, pick the practitioner that makes you feel comfortable and um, make sure that you're touching base and taking care of them and not leaving it six to nine months after you've had baby to take care of you through that. Because when you're doing well and you're calm and you're not in pain, you can be the best mum and um, have enjoyed this postpartum or enjoy the experience of having babies. You're amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Diana. That's all right. Thank you so much for having me. That brings us to the end of today's bonus episode. I hope you found this information helpful. It's just a glimpse into how chiropractic care can better support you and your family and hopefully answered any questions you may have had about this type of care. Check out the show notes for all of Diana's info and I will see you all next week for the first episode of season three of Positive Birth Australia.